When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. How divine. Divine. This divine. week on Classique, we talk about the season seven John Waters and divine-inspired challenge. Eggs, eggs, eggs. All I want is eggs. That's right. And on the runway, yeah. the divas are serving and turning ugliest dress ever. Do you have anything ugly in your closet, dear? Yeah, I still have that green snake head that Aurora gave me to drop off to you. Oh, I see. Oh. Well, hold on to your sequins and pom-poms, because it's time for another episode of Race Chaser. Classic. Forever. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I am Willem. Um, while we wait for, you know, season 14 to start up. We are still fixated on season seven. We Honey, are deeply focused. Cut it in half and take it back. That's what we're doing. Classique, baby. And okay. pris- prison, honey. Last week they had a prison fashion mini show challenge. And Rue didn't bring back just one queen. She brought back the whole goddamn cast. And there were a few clashing personalities, to say the least. Kennedy paired everyone up for their conjoined queens challenges, and Sasha Bell proceeded to wander the workroom while Ginger tried to cut fabric. Katya and MKD were attempting to overcome the stain of last time they partnered on a challenge, and Trixie and Pearl had great synergy around their idea, which led them to the win. That means Trixie gets to return to the competition. Jaden and Tempest pairing made the least sense, and it landed them both in the bottom for the lip sync, with Ginger and Sasha, and after performing a double mastectomy on the main stage, Ginger wins the lip sync and gets to stay another week. And Leanne Rhymes was there too. She was. Um, bu- Busta Rhymes's sister. Um, <laughs> we get a mirror message um, from Jaden to your fears. Stay fierce and work that puss. Mm-hmm. I love you all. XOXO Jaden to your fears. Honey, work that puss. Work that pussy. Work words that pussy. to live by and words to remember. Honestly, I, I want them on my gravestone. Um, Ginger <laughs> is relieved to be back in the competition. She never thought that she would be lip syncing. She's been in the top this whole time so far. And she said in Untucked, she said, I know how y'all feel now being in the bottom. I don't like it. Yeah. She was, uh, not, she was hindered by her partner um, in her head for sure. Right. And she was, she, she had, 
she had no time for this challenge from the beginning. Well, she's she, like, no, you're not bringing anyone back. No, I'm not doing teams. No, I'm not doing conjoined. Not happy. She should have learned to sew a little bit more. I think that would have helped. But welcome back to Trixie Mattel. Uh, yes. Um, and fame is uh, plucked as one of those chickens, honey. She Plucking's says, I'm, a plenty. I'm pissed off, to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, and Pearl is like, all you can do is chill out and just do you. I mean, it's working for me. <laughs> Fame is like, no, you're wearing off the rack clothes. And if I, I did been that, for I that. would be red for filth. And Pearl's like, just chill out. Further making Fame mad and angry. I think the, the blithe unawareness of of the whys and the happenstance from why Pearl is still there um, were lost on her because she couldn't have known, you know, that they were, when you stay at Drag Race, you think, oh, I'm doing great. They love me. You don't, you never think to yourself, oh, I'm being kept here for story purposes. Like I'm sure Fifi thought she was actually going to win. Not like, oh, I was being kept because I'm a bitch who's being rotted to everybody and it's good for story, you know? Right. Such is the machine of, reality television yeah which is fine pearl pearl does deserve to be there at this point i think her her drag performances and her looks are are great she brought in she brought in a new era drag kind of i think i think that a lot of baby queens copied and i see a lot of pearl faces everywhere now still to this day yes um pearl finish um uh... (laughs) oh wait her name is matt (laughs) ah Drag, uh, pearlescent. Um, and as we go to, as we go to, uh, you know, the, as they roll the credits, there's Violet going. <coughs> I think I swallowed a feather. Um, which you know is this award-winning television. Um, <laughs> the next day, Trixie comes back into the workroom for the first new challenge, and she brings her RuPaul maquette statue to return to the shelf. Oh, that's a nice moment. Yes, because this is the introduction of the the receiving the trophy as your parting gift that they then take away from you, <laughs> so you can't show it to people and prove that you were on Drag Race. See, that's the thing. You need to anything they give you, you need to piss on it, shit on it, or hide it before they can get it back. Because that's how I got to keep my RuPaul's Drag Race robe, my RuPaul's Drag Race towel. Because after the wet challenges, they would give you a towel and a robe, and then they take them back immediately. But I hid mine. It was hidden. Right. And it crystallized. Put a sewing machine in your purse. Um, Who knows what this day could avail? Uh, Very Max speak from fame. Right. She's taking over the Max role. And we get a video message from Mother RuPaul. Good morning, Baltimore. Having female trouble? Well, don't be a crybaby, because all you need to become America's next drag superstar is hairspray and polyester. And don't forget to hide your pecker. Katya says, I love Steven Spielberg. Wow. Uh, RuPaul comes into the workroom and she lets everybody know that it's time for the reading challenge. The library is open and someone crawled through the vent and it's time for everybody to vent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any of these reads stand out for you? Yeah, I thought uh, Trixie was really funny and I thought um, I thought Trixie was great and Maybe I, whoever the last two were, Trixie and maybe Katya. Pearl. 
or Pearl. Pearl had some good ones. I like that she turned to RuPaul and said, and RuPaul, and just, oh, you know. very audacious. Yeah, it's the the audacity of hope, you know, <laughs> honestly. And it's 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 nice seeing it's nice seeing RuPaul be a real person and react to a situation really because she was not expecting that and it was hilarious watching her face. Yeah, um, definitely. One of the good ones was Kennedy saying, "Miss Trixie, I'm waiting for you to change that lip color because your face looks like the back of a baboon's ass." Damn. Which, to me, doesn't. A baboon's ass have like isn't it red? Yeah, and Trixie's always in that like corpse like pink. Bright pink, yeah. yeah. Well, but, but okay. Call National Geographic. But, I, I I have I take umbrage with the the accuracy of this read, unfortunately. But maybe it's because Kennedy has one eye on the prize and the other one on the ground. That was a Pearl. funny that was one of those funny reads that lasts the test of time mm-hmm. more than really any of the others, I think. Trixie has a good one, too, that says uh, Pearl's oh, wardrobe is from American Apparel, Lee not. <laughs> right. Which is great because, you know, that was the time of the American Apparel Girls. We were, um, we were the big thing. So much so that one, the day the American Apparel ad came out, Theron called us and said, can you give us their numbers so they could sponsor season eight? Literally. Really? Yep. That's what Theron did. He called me the day it came out. Not to congratulate me. Can we get their number? We'd love to talk to them. How did that come about? Can you, like, like we were going to do their bidding for them even more. Like, fuck you. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Um, Life is a celebration. (laughs) So, Baboon's ass. that one on the bottom left. (laughs) Baboon's ass is not bright red. I mean, it is sort of an off red. Well, it really depends. The fun ones are. It really depends, but it is more Ooh. like a... Wait, like that's a, me! That's not a baboon! <laughs> that's you at white party. Um, <laughs> not so white. <laughs> Ooh, it God. is sort of like a, like a pink. Some oh, of these I look mean, like airplane pillows. Oh, my Oh, goodness. God. <laughs> oh, no, no more. No more. I'm seeing my future. Damn. Turn away, horrid ghost, to show me no more of this future. <laughs> oh, wow. Any more reads that you liked? Uh, is that Ben Affleck? Uh, <laughs> fame, fame bombed straight up. And Kennedy I, said, crickets. <laughs> I think it's the first and only time that Trixie Mattel has been compared to Ben Affleck. I don't know what circumstances facilitated that comparison. Confusion. Uh, conjunctivitis, bewilderment, limit sight, delusion, <laughs> right? Delusion. Well, Trixie Mattel does win the reading challenge and wins a five hundred dollar gift card to Sequin Queen. And Violet says, "Thank God, thank God." <laughs> so droll, insinu- such a bitch. <laughs> insinuating that, that, that Trixie needs best new read. clothes. Yeah, yeah, that was well, a really good read. She did. Violet did have another good read that said, "Katja, you should make just like your hairline and recede." That's funny. Yeah, it was great. Uh, So the Maxi Challenge is the Queens paying tribute to cult favorite and queer icon John Waters and the late great Divine. They're going to be performing in John Waters-inspired screen test. Yeah. Which screen test is just a a word for skit. They're doing little skits (laughs) with songs. Um, These Uh, are not actual screen tests. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Something on Drag Race is fake. 
Something fake. isn't real. The wires aren't plugged in. Something is false. The women are men. The women are men. On RuPaul's Drag Race. And we are here to expose them. It's not a real race. They're not running. <laughs> there are not fast cars going in a straight line down uh, a track. Uh, where's the this horses? This is not a drag oh, race, people. <laughs> Wake up. Listen, everyone. <laughs> These are the things we've been preaching and praying and saying and thinking. Okay. Preaching um, and praying and saying and thinking. Uh, Podcasting. The girls break up into their own teams. Um, Ginger and Trixie run for each other. Um, I want to run to Trixie. Katya and Kennedy reach through the group to find one another. Great team. Mm-hmm. And the rest... <laughs> And the others. Um, the rest wonder and, into each other, basically. Right. And they're like, uh, <laughs> Which, yeah. why? I think it's such a natural grouping, actually. Um, wait, no. This says Pearl, Trixie, and Violet are what's left, and that's wrong. It's not Pearl, Trixie, and Violet. It's Pearl, Violet, and Fame. Our outline oh, yeah. is wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <gasps> no. The defense holds water. <laughs> so um, you wouldn't get your hair wet if you had just had a perm. <laughs> um, I was doing my cousin Vinny, not legally blonde, but also Whoa. points. I don't, I'm paraphrasing all of it. <laughs> um, so Pearl, Miss Fame, and Violet are what's left, and they kind of like clump together unhappily it seems um they've worked together on lots of group acting challenges in the past and never seem to excel when paired together yeah girl i don't know why they're talking about spreadsheets this is not gonna we already know how this is gonna turn out um we're gonna take a break well violet's mad yes we're gonna take a break but violet's mad because when's she's she like, not she's like can i just fucking model why do i have to go do a fucking skit and a song with other people i want to just fucking I want to execute looking sickening because that's what I do. So. Does anyone have a hula hoop? <laughs> Put it in the air. I'll jump through it. Let it on fire. <laughs> don't make me work with fame and pearl again. Why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. Well, we'll take a break on that one. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. It's been the it factor for me, actually, for a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they, it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's 
savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Mama, okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with Top Factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag Drag. for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365-day return. Quince.com slash drag. Drag. back and RuPaul comes in for some walkthroughs. She didn't even knock. Uh, uh, Kennedy and Katya. um, Kennedy's a singer. Katya doesn't claim to be a singer. Um, And RuPaul is like, well, you can finally show that you're not just a pageant queen. Which, Which they're trying to push this this thing that being a pageant queen is bad, and they did it right. last week with Michelle and Kennedy, where saying, "Oh, it's too pageant for her and Jasmine when they were on the runway together," but it it doesn't work. And as a as a derogatory, it doesn't hold water because every challenge that Kennedy has won has been a comedy or acting challenge. Yeah, she's like where, constantly she, showing her range, constantly going ham, constantly being an all-around superb drag queen and them saying, oh, well, this is the time to break out of the pageant mode. It's like, what did she do when she won two other challenges? I think they said this to her to make her mad and to push her to to snapping. I mean, that's what it is. It's to irritate her so she gets angry. I definitely can can cunt with that because I can't concur. Oh, okay. Um... RuPaul talks to Ginger and Trixie. Well, you're both singers, so this will be a breeze. <laughs> yeah, they're really trying to set up this as like a, you're both trained, blah, blah, blah. Let's show yes. one of them failing soon. Um, that's And Trixie gives great interview with Ru because um, she said, I'm ready to go above and beyond and earn my spot back in the competition. She says, we're going to top ourselves. Yeah. Which sets up Ginger for the joke, which is the first time we've ever topped anything. Right. Because you can't leave that uh, one hanging. Right, of course. We're drag queens. Um, uh, 
RuPaul leaves and says, good luck and by all means, fuck, fuck it, up, it up, y'all. They didn't do the the walk around with Violet, Pearl, and Fame, which I think is very indicative of things to come. They're mm-hmm. like, let's just concentrate on them failing. Mm-hmm. We know we know it's going to happen. We don't need to talk about it beforehand. So we go straight <laughs> into the screen tests with Michelle Visage, Lucian Piani, and Our Lady J. Our Lady J. Did did why why the fuck did did RuPaul not mention that Our Lady J was going to be there? Well, in season six, when they mentioned that Our Lady J was there, Lucian gave her a great intro and said, trans icon, legend, all this oh, stuff, okay. musical extraordinaire. And then she walked in, and the first thing that Darian said was, J- did you cut it off? And it got crickets. <laughs> so maybe they were doing less on the intro this time. Um, that didn't really happen. Yes, it did. What? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a... It's something that, like, in the, in the right room might have gotten a laugh, but it did not in this case, you know? So, this time they kept it simple on the intros. But also, wait, 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 last, last time Our Lady uh, J was on, they gave her this glorious and well-deserved introduction, and mm-hmm. then the mini-challenge was female or she-male. So, that, her episode was the one that caused all the stir, which ended up making Courtney got blocked a, a thing. And like, it, it was her, her inclusion in the episode was, I'm trying to think of a way to say this. The fact that they had, that they're exalting a trans icon and then they're being so, um, defamey about the female or female thing. And then, which honestly in our community, that word got bandied about and everything, and it would have been less of a pill to swallow if they weren't actively discriminating against trans contestants on the show. You know what I mean? Sure. So there was it, her last time on the show brought about a lot of discussion, which is great, and we're happy to see her back, all blonde and lovely, looking tell, so gorgeous. Yep, you can tell what year it is by what color hair lady our lady J's hair is. Right, she's, she's blonde. She's Pamela this time. Right. And this is very, um, this is a really fierce, this is like, you actually need to be like, you need to know what you're doing with music to mm-hmm. to sing along with an accompanist live. What a great opportunity, you know? Yeah. Um, Kennedy and Kachi are up first and Kennedy um, forgets a few of her lines and she says she's thrown off by the live accompaniment. Um I talked to Our Lady J about this, asking about any tidbits, and she said that at the holiday party, Kennedy came up to her and said um, she apologized because she said the way it was edited, it made it look like it was Our Lady J's fault, the live accompaniment, and like she was just explaining like that she was thrown, she's probably never yeah. done this, she was very, very sweet, and she wanted to make sure that Our Lady J knew that um, she was not going for her based on what they saw on the television, and um, I thought that was a, a nice... It was very Davenport. You know, the Davenports yes. are, are great drag queens and good all-around people. And that was nice to hear. She did forget to throw the tree on to Katya for that last take. But I get it, you know. Cataclysm. 
catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Also, before we get into the screen tests, there is a rehearsal scene where Miss Fame is really going at Pearl and like, just shooting down every idea. She's like, why don't you just do your voice like deeper? And Miss Fame is like, deeper is not funny. De- do- do- doing deeper voice is not funny. And Pearl is like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, it's great. What do you think of Trixie and Ginger? Uh, Lucian tells them both that their characters aren't strong enough initially. And right. then right after that, they cut to Ginger killing it. Right. So Ginger I don't know. Ginger takes, d- takes the direction it, instantly. It, it feels like the story editors had one thing in mind, but the actual footage that they were left to use told a different story. Yeah. Because Ginger and Trixie were killing it. The one thing is they said, oh, Trixie, we need you to up your game a little to Ginger's level. But Trixie was doing the most that she could with her background player, like, role. Because that's what it was. She was not the lead in that scene. Yes. I mean, Divine in this scene is the straight man. Yeah. And that that doesn't happen often. And so it's hard to take that and... um. And make it work. I mean, an instance of this happening, I mean, Katya's role was kind of a nothing role. And she did really make it her own and and beef it up to make it really entertaining. Um, which Trixie just kind of played it straight. Technically, she sounded very nice. Um, it, uh, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's hard when, you know, Ginger is the lead role. And, you know, crushing it so hard. She looked just like Edith Massey. Like, yes. it was uncanny. I thought they were, I thought they were great. Um, both of their performances were leading up to um, a three-way that nobody wants to have, much like our last hot goss. Um, there was Pearl, Fame, and Fame. Now it's Frame, Pearl, and Fame. Girl, get this outline together. Can Two we please? Two mistakes? About the same group, though. I think you have a block against this group, and I think we need to talk about it on Better yeah, Hell. What, what do you have against them? Fame, Pearl, and Fame come up to the stage. Uh, fame, Pearl, and Violet. Um, there's no cohesion. They They all look cool, but it is very, like, uh, uh, it's... It's very like they're each doing their own thing and not interacting. And I think, and you know, not to, you know, talk shit on, talk shit on the co- composition of the songs, but we this is never. the weakest song. And this the weakest is the weakest scene. song and the weakest scene. It's the yeah. one where they're like, well, we'll just throw the th- three people together in this one. There's nothing right. physical to make people laugh, like the eggs and the Christmas tree and the backflips right. and the Katya. There's nothing like that in this scene at all. This is just straight up exposition. You know, this is how Head Over Heels yeah. on Broadway was. Just a stage, people standing, doing stuff. It wasn't in the round. It wasn't experiential. This right. is a boring fucking scene. Right. Um, and these three girls aren't also the most exciting when they speak all the time. They're kind of what's known as a look queen, or they were on this season for at least part of their tenure. So... Um, at the end, Michelle sums it up nicely by saying, all right, let's see what John Waters <laughs> thinks of these tomorrow. <laughs> what a way to exit. I'm sure they slept great that night. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, but uh, I, yeah, it didn't, it didn't go great. 
Um, the girls are chatting in the mirror the next day, um, and Trixie's like, you know what? So often the girl who comes back gets immediately sent home again, so she wants to really prove herself and not get sent home immediately, like Carmen Carrara and Miss Kenya Michaels. Wait, and... did, did Kenya go home immediately, or did, didn't... Oh, yeah, because then Dita did the political... race. <laughs> Sorry. I don't watch it. My girlfriend watches it. My babysitter watched it when I was a kid. Asia? Nasha? Didn't Nasha come back and then go home? There should be a podcast where people like, like, um, not just do, watch do along, the research but about, research and get the names the research right. research about it. You know, I would did, listen to that. Did you see that one group? It was uh, Violet, Violet, and Violet and Purple. <laughs> They'd be great. Top three. They were top three that season. Right? Girl, Fame oh is trying to God. read Pearl in the mirror. And oh, dear. Pearl senses this weird underlying tension with Fame. And I feel it, too. I need some Cocoa Brew Tension Tamer tea. Because Fame <laughs> is going for jugglers. And Pearl's just kikiing. Jugglers. She's, she's, um, she's definitely got a axe to spin. It's almost No, as she's though... spinning, honey. It's not grinding. Almost, it, I would. It's almost as though there is a team of people operating behind the walls of this room, uh, uh, pushing tension amongst these young performers. It's almost like someone is creating circumstances that allow tension and pressure to build. Well, uh, you you better you better put your voice note on and record in case anybody gets out of hand and starts hawking loogies. What are you referring to? Exactly. We're referring to our lost segment from last week where we spilled some tea, which maybe we shouldn't have spilled, but it's because we we had a straight man at the wheel uh, who didn't cut out when we said, cut these names. We love them, but she gets her princess point docked. But now I'm listening to each podcast before it comes out and getting to know my own catalog a little better. I didn't know my own catalog. catalog. (laughs) And I fucked up. (laughs) And I talked about shit I should love. But we edited. Okay. Uh, Kennedy opens up about her drag career. Oh, well. Um, fuck Kennedy's drag. And, <laughs> fuck my drag. And the girls um, are talking about, you know, being a drag queen and making it a, into a career and how challenging that is. Yeah. And I think this is still very relevant today. Yeah, it's even more challenging if, if you're a trans girl. And you were doing drag, and then Drag Race comes around, and then all the bookings just disappeared. So right. this is something that's felt throughout the community. Um, I'm wondering if uh, cis het drag queens also feel this. Um, some can't even buy wigs for promos, you know? Okay. Tough times. <laughs> well, let's talk about this runway main stage moment. Oh, what amorphosis from glam dolls into into ugly girls. Right. We deserve ugly, ugly girls. girls. <laughs> now, this RuPaul dress is really a moment. Uh, mm-hmm. real, it's, uh, it has this sort of graphic art of RuPaul on the dress itself and a panther. And RuPaul's paint is Snatcherella Dubois. Um, the hair... Oh, my God. The whole thing is just really it's turning it. A deep, deep, deep toot. A deep toot. Um, the deep salute. What's the, the, the is it a thermograph? Those maps that show heat. 
Oh, right. Yeah. The, the colors in her dress are kind of like thermographed. And then like it's her as this big booty Melissa Ford video hoe combined mm-hmm. with a panther. And then she's got pink lips, pink eyes, pink headband, afro. Just beautiful. Michelle's hair is jacked up to the heavens looking great. Demi she Lovato's said, there. She said, John Waters is here, honey. I'm where I'm going full Fran Drescher. Just all leopard print. Everything, everything must be leopard print. Available on Spotify um, and Apple Music. Um, John Waters is there. Iconic. And Demi Lovato. Let's yeah. throw in Demi Lovato. We love. Amazing. Um, Want to get to the runway? The theme is um, ugly girls. Well, why don't we take a break and then we'll bring it to the runway because I want to know ugliest dress ever. Get into all this fug, honey. Did you just pick something out of your closet or? (laughs) Not my closet. Not your closet. (laughs) How dare. episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And- I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So, you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is 
fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. So, first up on the runway for the ugly dress category, we have Miss Kentity. Ugliest dress ever! Now, I always want to ask you, I'll wait, maybe I'll wait till the end. Okay. Um, what you would wear. But, okay, let's talk about the other girls first. Um, first up, Kennedy Davenport giving us, uh, uh, really acting. Church lady. Yes. Um, the dress is stuck in her panties in the back. She's really, really, I mean, if you want to say, oh, she's sta- she sticks pageant at all times. No, she's really giving it to you. She's acting this character and she's like the church woman. Sister Dorinda, um, for sure. Yes. It's giving it. It's funny. Is it ugly? No. It's just more prude than anything. She actually looks right. nice. <laughs> it's not exactly the ugliest dress ever, but she's giving it a character that's very effective and definitely gets the story across. Yeah. Now, Katya. Katya she... looks like a fucking drain clog at a yarn store. Yes. She is uh... in this crocheted yellow, brown, and teal number. Just the wrong combination of colors. And like yeah. this cap sleeve. And cap sleeves are never a friend to a drag queen. They box off your body. They're not <laughs> yeah. friendly. The buttons are mismatched. There's an ugly choker. Ugly, ugly boots. Brown boot, A brown chunky heel with a yellow tassel. Ugly. Ugly. Hair, yeah. hair is little orphan Annie, but all the orphans nutted in it and then <laughs> put it in a dryer. It's bad. Yes. And it's she went... She went the extra mile and the details are giving, it's not just an ugly dress. She's also like, I'm going to do like ugly everything. She's not wearing nails. She's not wearing pads, which is very unusual for, um, for Katya at this time. The hair is just a hard front disaster. I think this is actually (laughs) the hair that I wore in the the beginning music video. Uh, I think it's probably the same wig. No, this is better. And the dress, very good job. Uh, I mean, the material is unusual. She she definitely executed um, ugliest dress ever mm-hmm. um, to the max. Ginger comes out as a lime green polka dot dream. She's yes. uh, got evergreen, hunter green flower accents, though, which pushes it into ugly because that just doesn't align with the lime green, the hunter green and lime green. And... Her body's right. Her shape is right. The dress is ugly. The face is beautiful. It could have been uglier yes. for me. But she does know that green is the ugliest color to Michelle Visage. So I think she leaned into that. And they cut to Michelle Visage as though Michelle is actually really angry. They cut to Michelle and she's like, oh, I can't deal with this. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Like, <laughs> licking her lips just gets, oh. Like she's actually mad mm-hmm. about it, which she's not. She looks like Cher's mother when she does that lip thing, Georgia Holt, where she's like, <laughs> Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> right. Ginger, uh, Ginger, I mean, 
this has ugly elements. And like you said, the hunter versus the lime green is definitely taking it there. But I think she could have gone further, maybe make the cut, you know, more awful. Uh, maybe make the fit more awful. I think it could have been more awful. Yeah. Because she looks cute. More awful. <laughs> Um, Trixie Mattel is giving us, I mean, this is Madonna, you know, 80s, 80s taffeta prom kind of vibe, which I don't think is, I don't think is ugly. It's too clean. It's too neat. It's too good. Yeah. Don't you own this dress? Yes, I own this dress. Um, (laughs) it, it's better now because... It's shorter, and the the middle part is sheer, mm-hmm. so you can see um, a little bit of cookie, and the it's more off the shoulder instead of cap sleeving on the shoulder. So it is a cuter dress now. Um, it's on display at the Palm Springs Drag House, and um, on Trixie it looks good. It yeah. doesn't look bad. Um, it's an ugly dress, but does she look bad? No. And I think if you're trying to sell ugliest dress ever to this judging panel, don't go 80s because fucking RuPaul and Michelle worship the 80s. Like 80s music, 80s fashion is like such a touchstone for them. So the sort of moral of the story with Trixie's storyline is here is she's like, oh, yeah, the 80s fashion. It was horrible. It's like, well, not not in this room, love. And leopard. She wore leopard. That's like a, a beacon to Michelle. I mean, yeah, Trixie looks, she looks too good. She's very put together. Her only crime is that she's too beautiful. Mm -hmm. Pearls Pearls come to the runway, all eyes on her, like the Tupac song. Um, All eyes on her in the center of the ring. It's just like a circus. Yeah, it's. There's two types of people in the world. Um, Some people like to. Entertain. Entertain. And some people like to observe. Mm -hmm. Uh. Pearl's seen a lot because she's got eyes all over her dress. She's a put on a show kind of girl. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like the back seat, and I know this about her. She likes to be first. Got to be first, yeah. Yeah. Um, this dress is not terrible. It's not what I'd first think of if I were thinking ugly. It's well, a great. The fit is there. Maybe the crinoline is showing, and that might be the ugly part. But that's not even ugly. Uh, the makeup is beat. The hair is great. The headband is perfect. This doesn't feel like it fits the prompt so much for me. Yeah. Maybe this she is... She looks too good. Yeah. Very hard. There could have go. been elements... I I want... Like, it, it's, it's very flattering and it's very cute. If it was more like... If the fit was kind of wrong, I don't know. Maybe that could have taken it. If there was some sort of... I don't... It's not uh, it, ugly. It's just not ugly. Right. It's not ugly. It's very chic. Um, and her makeup looks really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm She's always bringing it. it with makeup, Miss yes. Pearl. Uh, who do we have next? Pearl. Ginger. Violet. Violet. <laughs> wow. Fuck. Okay. I'm joking. Violet. Violetina. Is, oh, this dress is hideous. <laughs> if someone could stay, oh, I'll just. Give me the easiest outfit possible for Pride in the summer. Velvet, rainbow. I'm obsessed. This dress is so ugly. There's pom-poms. There's chicken feathers. Yeah. Chicken feathers on the runway. And an 
orange shoe, yellow wig, purple hat. It's a pink collar. There's pink and red. So cl- this is bad, but it's perfect. It's very like Phyllis Diller kind of because Phyllis Diller was like, I want to make myself look absurd and not not pretty on stage so that my jokes are more like mm-hmm. so people get into my jokes more. And this is very that it's cutting her right in mid calf. Uh, the sleeve completely, the shape of it completely swallows her frame. Uh, she's probably nothing... still tucked and corseted under it. Oh, of course, garter belts. Uh-huh. Um, every everything about it mismatches. The choice of the rainbow colors, the choice of the velvet. I mean, this—it's trimmed with these tiny fuzzy balls. It, it's fabulous. It's, a, it's such a shoe. It's such a. It's so fabulous. It's phenomenal. Absolute, Violet knows absolute. what she's doing. She should. She should consider like doing fashion or something. You know, like, girl. She's, really, she's she's selling it. That's yeah. for sure. Like it's a Godier campaign, honey. Now Miss Fame comes out, and this is. This is kind of weird because she's got diamond tears and she's cry- acting like she's crying and then she's doing um, Cirque du Soleil hand movements. And this dress is, it's actually a vision. It's such yeah. a cool shape. It's the fabric is metallic and shiny. It's got all, of, it's got a lot of the elements that people would look for in good drag. But yeah. for her to call this her bad drag or ugly dress... I don't know. I think this shows that she's not willing to be ugly. She was mad well, about that divine right. makeup. She was like, this is the only time you'll see this, honey, when she right. had to look like divine for the challenge. So, like, I think her her own standards are holding her back a little bit right now. There are elements. Um, I mean, there are elements that are really cool. That neck, that fucking leather neck corset, it laces up the back thing. Right? It's so fucking cool. giving me dreams. Like, I'm dreaming about it. It's so good. There are elements that I can see where she was going. It cuts right at the na- the ankle, um, which is you know that's a that's a drag mistake. The it cuts just above like the boobs, that so nipple, that's like yeah. a fit a fit uh, you know an intentional awkward fit thing, and it balloons out and so doesn't show her figure. The her hair is so laid though the paint <laughs> is so right, yeah. She could have really stepped outside of herself, which she didn't do, unfortunately, in this moment. Agreed. The shoe could have been more off, you know. Something. And then we get into the John Waters screen tests, and Katya and Kennedy are up first, and this is not a case of shit sandwich. This is an open-faced shit sandwich shit at the end. Katya Katya and Kennedy and Ginger and Trixie both kill it. Um, I didn't know who, who I thought would win based on both of their performances, both were really great. Yes, they both did really, really great. Um, and Laughed this is out one loud of those... moments in both, honestly. Yeah. Like, out loud. This is one of those memorable songs that still, I mean, Lucian, you know, is really, really talented when it comes to, like, writing music. And this is, like, one of those, all I want for Christmas is my cha-cha heels. That's so quotable to this day and really, really memorable. And then and they both did great. Pearl and Violet and Fame's song is so unexciting that the only way they could amp it up was, let's put a key change in at the end, and then we'll do the same <laughs> verse again. It's honestly... Exactly. 
Don't it, play with do, do, don't play, play with, with do. Which it's, is like so sick. And then the key change was just like, don't play with do, do. <laughs> it was just not a good song, not a good anything. It sounded like the song that Lucian was singing when he was arrested last time. Um, okay. Ginger and Trixie, however, again, quotable to this day, memorable. Ginger solidified herself as a drag fixture with this performance. People still bring her eggs at shows. She could just do this number instead of Gummy Bears. Eggs, eggs, eggs. I'd watch it. All I want is eggs. Da, 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 da. And then so Trixie good. shoving um, eggs on her head and breaking them. That's just a great way to end a scene. Broken eggs. All yeah. egg, eggy peggy. So funny. Katya getting the tree thrown on her at the end. Sh- yeah. Her run dirty tights. And that uh, scarecrow wig. Just like good drag up at the front for these two teams. Very good. Uh, and on to Violet Pearl and Fame with this poo thing. It's just so expositional. Like, you're going to come on from here. Then you're going to come on here. And I'm going to sing and you're going to sing. And it's just very, it feels very disjointed. It feels like. And she doesn't even eat shit. Yeah. Like, there's not even, you don't even see where the shit is. Like, are like, they shying away from it? Like, oh no, poo is too far. Like, what? Why? Yeah. I don't get it. it. it Do you think uh, they did it on purpose? I don't know. It was just the weakest. It was the weakest. I I think it might have been a case of we can't show the actual poo or the actual eating of the of the dog shit. But the which, edit in which case it's like then why even go here and do it? Yeah. That you could have done the the giant lobster attacking divine. The edit didn't scene. exactly help either though because it was just like a wide shot most of the time of the girls like you know in a rogues gallery lineup of like you sing here I'll sing here. You know? Yeah. Uh, Now, since we've talked about the runway, I want to ask you, what would you have done for ugliest dress ever? Because I always want to know what you're going to do for runways. Um, Can I come over and grab something? (laughs) (laughs) No. um, For ugly dress runway, I think I would probably... Well, I'd borrow shoes from Courtney. She has some horrible shoes. She has some great ones, but... I helped her clean out her shoes last time, and I was like, I can't believe you wore these on the runway. Um, Ugly dress, what would I do? I would probably do a recreation of Molly Ringwald's prom dress from 16 Candles, Mm. and I would go from the ugly version, that gunny sack, to the Mm -hmm. version that she made over. the Like, when she got that pink dress in the beginning... Before she made it over, I thought it was cute. And then she made it into that ugly gunny sack. So that's what I would probably do. I'd do the gunny sack. And then at the very end of the runway, when I was back up, I'd rip it off and have the original one on. What would you do? Because I thought that was an ugly dress. Yeah. I mean, I think to me, ugly is all about like color choice Mm. and putting colors that don't belong with each other against one another. Um, Sweet uh, browns or hot browns? Because I, right. I feel like a brown, an orange, a yellow, a pink. Well, pink and brown go good right. together. Right. But, like, leaning into that. Um, and Lime also, green and brown and orange. Right. 
fit and proportion are also I think it was very smart of Ginger to lean into green because you automatically are gonna lose you know aesthetical points with one of the judges so that Mm -hmm. was really smart but adding some sort of other color and also fit fit and proportion you can really get away with a lot uh, in making things ugly like i love the cap sleeve thing like it really is every woman's nightmare and drag mm-hmm. honestly yeah <laughs> that sort of football player kind of cap sleeve mm-hmm. for sure no the judges had some things to say about these outfits uh kennedy was told that her ugly look wasn't ugly enough by mm-hmm. carson um but her performance was great and john Waters said she lived up to the davenport name and rue has uh she has a- an aha moment she has an epiphany get paid moment um, yeah, which is she said. I just realized that Kennedy and Dawn had the same last name. Listen, the House of Davenport has been around for a long time. Long time. It was Alexis. only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. I know her mother. Um, you know, Calexis. Yeah, Katya stood out in the challenge. She brought a new idea and energy to the character. John Waters thinks that the hippest girl in Brooklyn might like her look, and um, she's praised for giving a you know run of the mill character. Um, more things to do than what was scripted, which is, you know. Yes, definitely. And she totally did that. Um, Ginger, they say, you know, her performance was really a masterpiece. And um, she looked exactly like Edith Massey and really knocked it out of the park. Uh, And, you know, I mean, Ginger comes from a pageant background as well. And this was one of those moments where she really showed, like, I'm not afraid to really dive into a character and and be ugly and, you know, be gross and get dirty. Yeah. That was cool. Um, Trixie showed that, once again, she wasn't afraid to be ugly. um, But her dress wasn't ugly. Uh, The judges also think that Ginger outshined Trixie. But, like, you know... How could you? How could you not? Um, and she was good, just not as good as Ginger, which yeah. makes it seem like how was she? Go- if she was trying to be bigger than Ginger, it wouldn't have worked for the scene. So Trixie right, was never going to win at this anyway, and her yeah. dress just wasn't ugly enough, which is why I bought it. <laughs> right, um, Pearl. I'm- they say the runway look isn't ugly, and she's like, "Yeah, I feel cute, whatever." Um, <laughs> And John Waters said, I couldn't even understand that you were trying to be good divine. Yeah, that's when you know it's like, oh, okay, can I get my iPod? Can I get my iPod? I need to get these words together. (laughs) Um, Violet is told that uh, she's giving ugly. And Violet responds, it's a talent. It's a talent. (laughs) And Rue thinks that the dress was the ugliest on the runway. But she sold it. She sold it. Uh, John Waters says to fame, you need ugly lessons. Um, And Michelle says, well, your performance was ugly to me. (laughs) She tells fame that her acting was put on and she should be more natural, which acting notes from the school of Visage is always um, reliable. Well, I saw the beast. Everyone's talking about Jamie. I saw the beast who stole Christmas and I thought Michelle was very good. I have not seen it yet. I can't wait to see it. Why don't you watch it on this break, and we'll be right back. Oh, okay. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood... 
Check out Movies Baby with five Y's. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint. The name of two months and they ain't close together. Those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of Movies Baby. Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! So we're back, and it's that point in the show where RuPaul asks all the girls, who should go home and why? Yeah. All the girls... Kennedy, Katya, Ginger, Trixie, Pearl, all say fame. And yeah. then Violet says Trixie because she says, oh, she was brought back into the competition. And then fame just says, fuck all these bitches. And she says yeah. there's a part of Pearl that thinks that she's too cool for school season seven. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I thought it was very smart of Violet to throw another name out there only from the from the perspective of like, we're making a TV show and like throwing another name in there adds another cross tension that wasn't there. That's ultimately going to be good for the show. So that was a good call on Violet's part to say Trixie. Um, Cause inevitably someone gets deemed the weak link and everyone ends up kind of vibing on one person during this question. And this week it is Miss Fame. And it can't feel good. Uh, and we'll we'll see that in Untucked. We sort of see the fallout from this. What um, did you think of Kennedy's reasoning? Kennedy's reasoning for sending fame home was she said, the struggle is clear. Is real. What is real. is that her only explanation? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, like- they don't edit around it. They just say, I say Miss Fame because the struggle is real, as you saw in the challenge. <laughs> Okay. Like, she read her just concisely, <laughs> top to bottom, engulfed in a read. It's great. Like, yeah, I loved real. it. I did not mind. Um, And in Untucked, fame is none too pleased, honey. She's sitting in the corner. She's like, I don't want to go over there and kiki. Yeah. I don't want to. For sure. Well, the winner this episode is Ms. Ginger Mange, mm-hmm. and she wins a hair-raising custom wig wardrobe from Weaven Steven. She has three wins, and I won a prize from Weaven Stevens once, and Weaven Steven and I had a really great call about what the wig was going to look like. Um, I was really, really excited about it. I still haven't um, heard back about it. So oh, it's, in, it's in the mail. Weaven, if you are listening, please let us know because I really, I, I would still love a a custom wig from you because I think you're very talented and great. It's crazy that this show can be like, we're going to award you prizes, but y'all got to get them yourself. You got to hunt them down and kill them. And then skin them, and then they might be wearable. 
Nine years later. Girl. Nine years. Girl, you know, it, what girl. We all we all get busy. And honestly. I honestly I haven't thought of it until this moment, this episode. Now that, so now that you've been wearing um wigs by vanities though, I don't uh, know if one could go dude. back. Up do. So the safe girls this episode are Kennedy, Katya, Trixie, and Violet, which leaves the bottom three as the Miss Fame, Miss Fame, Miss Fame team. And Miss Fame is deemed safe, so Miss Fame and Pearl are lip syncing. Um, and the lip sync care is so really confused. don't care. And whoever wrote this outline really doesn't care. Your, <laughs> your dress made us happy, but your performance was crappy. That's really funny. The The... The setups for who was safe and in the bottom were really funny this week. You purported to eat doo-doo, but your <laughs> performance merited a roo-doo. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so Pearl and Miss Fame lip sync against each other. Uh, the one thing I noticed in this lip sync was per, uh, Fame was giving emotion. She was pleading. She was giving the song. Pearl Did she know was the words? hitting... No, there was a clear point where she did not know the words. That's she was the giving, only issue uh, here. Watermelon jambalaya <laughs> with some cantaloupe, cantaloupe, pick a little grape. Right. Um, but Pearl was hitting the beats. And I always like to see a girl hit the beats of a song, I feel like, even because it just like gives something for the music to flow with a little more. Fame's yeah. giving beauty, emotion. Um, why did she not spin in that dress and give it like a takeoff moment? I don't know, but this is probably one of her first times performing a lip sync performance in her life. So for that, I mean, she's, she's doing a very good and serviceable job, but there are things that you learn from doing And you learn things that work and things that don't work. And like you said, the spinning of the dress would be an instinct if if being a performer was something that she, you know, had done. But for this being basically her first performance ever, lip syncing, I think she does a great job. The one, the one part that's good is where I put one finger in the air. They both in sync (laughs) flick each other off, which is great. But. Good nobody's fishing. Nobody's fishing for dollar bills for this performance. Nobody's right. going to the ATM. Nobody's. Nobody's tipping. We are solidifying Pearl's. Um, Pearl's winning dance move, which is lifting an imaginary TV. Uh, uh-huh. This is her. This is her vibe. This is her thing, and it's iconic. It's memorable. That's why she keeps winning lip syncs. She is very captivating as a performer. Yeah, that's why. Kennedy in the back looks so fucking bored. <laughs> oh, my God. They both have their hands clasped going, <laughs> you think we're going to have tacos today, God, yeah, man? Back there just, like, getting through this. <laughs> With her pocketbook. Uh. Not even pleased <laughs> at all. It's great. Um, Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is a, a, a time that it's sad to see fame go a little bit. She says, the Cosmic Queen departs. Yes. And she says, back in the real world, she plans to take a few acting classes, but everything else, she feels like she did well in the competition. And she did. And yeah. I love Miss Fame. Uh, Me too. 
I think she really had a great run on this season and she's still out there pursuing her dreams and being the cosmic fucking fashion model fucking icon that she is. So And she is, honey, turning up looking right every time. Absolutely. Some of the best wigs in the game. Body right, face right. Um yeah. speaking of body right, we got Miss Ginger Minshfo on the line. She's yes. neat, petite, and ready to eat. That's right. Eggs, eggs, out. eggs. Um, coming in hot with Ginger Mingevo. When I'm sunny side up because the sun is out. John Waters is one of the, like, many icons for any drag queen. And you mm-hmm. got to win and do a great job in front of him and reap the praises for your divine... Uh, impersonation uh, what did that feel like what an iconic moment it was iconic and, and it's one thing that I'm like it's probably my legacy when it comes to drag race that's the one thing that people really really cling to um, I didn't actually play divine which most people oh, you were think Eglady, that I right? did I was Edith Massey yes. and Whenever they, whenever they gave us the the scripts and and put us in our groups and told us to choose our roles, they were very surprised and I think a little bit upset. Whenever they got to us and they were like, "Okay, so Ginger, you're playing Divine and Trixie, right. you're gonna play Edie," and I said, "No, actually, I'm playing Edie and Trixie's playing uh, Divine." And Twist. They, it it really threw them for a loop. They were not happy for a moment. And I think it's because, you know, in my audition, it was so much about, like, Divine has been a, a driving influence in my life. I love yeah. Divine. Blah, 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 blah. So I think it was their way of, like, okay, you love this so much. We know you're going to really attack it and do a good job. But Trixie had come up to me and said, you know, I just came back and I need to, like, get a, a big swing and a big sure. hit if I want to stay here. Um, she said, and you're so talented, you know, you can be confined to a playpen and you'll be all right. And I said, well, actually, I love Edith Massey. Like, she's my favorite. I love Divine, but but Edith Massey was always my oh, favorite. Oh, Eggman. <laughs> my favorite John Waters movie ever is Polyester. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Edith Massey plays the debutante. Like, she's, she's this 50-year-old woman throwing herself a debutante's ball. <laughs> And it's I my have to scene. get to an alcoholics meeting. <laughs> we'll get you to your little meeting, Francine. <laughs> but You're she too goes old in. to be a debutante, Cuddles. <laughs> Francine Fishpaw's a fat whore. <laughs> I love that. That's the one they should make into a musical, honestly. Like? But anyway, so I loved Edith Massey so much. I was like, yeah, let me do it. And then... We had so much fun doing it, but I didn't think it was going well because mm. every time we would film it, we'd get through the whole thing and Michelle would just sit there stone-faced as she does. Stone gold And Carter. go, how do you think that went? Great. I don't know. I have raw egg running down my cut open eyeball right now. Oh my God. And she was like, I think we've got one more in us. Meanwhile, one more turned into like six more. I wow. ended up getting covered in hundreds of these raw eggs. It was mm. so disgusting, but it was so fun. And uh, she kept making us go like bigger and bigger and bigger. And in my head, I'm like, this is 
on camera. Like we're not on on a in a, a, a two thousand seat theater. We're not playing for the back row. But then I saw it in context on screen, and it really worked. And I'm glad that she pushed it that far because I think that's what people really like loved about it was how ridiculous it was and how into it we both were. Now this Untucked. Untucked. <laughs> this Untucked. Did you watch Untucked? Um, see, remember last week when I didn't watch Untucked? So uh-huh. I tried to catch up this week and Maybe I watched else. the Twins episode of Untucked instead. Okay. So um, I, it was my YouTube's fault, not mine. I think well, it was this, Shadow Band. This episode of Untucked really was popping off. First of all... Everyone is coming for Miss Fame, and I've had it, and I want everyone to leave Miss Fame alone. Miss Fame just got told by everyone on stage that she should be the one to go home. And then Pearl is like, I can't believe you said me. How dare you? That's really strange. You're acting crazy. Why are you acting so weird? It's almost like you know you're going to go home and can't talk about it. (laughs) Honestly, well, I mean, fame was saying it to Pearl through reads the whole season, like everybody was. So Pearl acting yeah. surprise is kind of funny, other than the fact that it belies that they thought maybe one of them thought that they were friends and the other one thought that they were competitors. You know, yeah. Pearl seems very laid back and chill about it. And fame is very uptight, which her uptightness makes for a great spiral and decline into insanity because she's so up on the mountain and then she just all the way to the bottom after all this um kennedy doesn't give a fuck and she just falls asleep well that's one of the standouts this episode was kennedy because the because some of the girls go out to smoke uh Mm -hmm. katia ginger and miss fame has to go to somewhere she has to go to a car or something i don't know what she was doing but that left Trixie and Kennedy and Violet inside, and Kennedy was like, y'all are boring, and I'm going to go to sleep. That was really, really <laughs> funny. Um, the so smokers rude. are talking shit. Now, has this ever happened to you, that you've been talking shit about a specific person and that person walks in mid-read, mid-sentence into the room? Um, I did it. It, it happened to me where someone was talking oh, about yeah. me. Raven oh, yeah. was talking about me at a show, I think, in Detroit or someone in a dressing room where the walls didn't go all the way up. Mm. She was just talking shit about me. Oh, dressing I, rooms are great like that. Yeah, like... Because I had said something, I didn't know about her lip sync uh, with dancing on my own. And I had said mm-hmm. something about it. And she was just carrying on about it. She's like acting like he's better, doesn't watch the show, blah, 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 blah. All these things. And I went right to their dressing room and I was like, I don't, I, I did, I'm not friends with her. You know, mm-hmm. we've worked together a couple times, but I'm like, what's wrong with you? Why, why are you so nasty about me? Like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And she just wasn't having time for it. And she literally gave me fingers in the face and walked by me. Oof. Yeah, just a cunt. Great well, this... show. Painted by Raven is great, though. Everybody watch it. It's fun. It's a great platform for queer artists. Love it. Yeah. Hate her. This don't hate. No, I don't. I don't hate her. That's <laughs> that's wrong terminology. I'm not a fan. She, her show got renewed She's... for a second season. It's gonna be all straight makeup artists. Oh, oh cool! Okay. How wonderful. Um, 
this de- this the does happen. The hair's by Stephen too. Oh my god, Katya's like Katya's talking, you know, giving her opinions about Miss Fame, and she's like, "Oh well, she's not even a performer." And Miss Fame literally walks out the door. The last person they were expecting because Miss Fame is not a smoker, so they, you know, they thought they were chill. And Ginger's talking mad shit about Violet. She's like, "Can you, you don't believe? think somebody sent Fame out there?" Well, well, producer wasn't like, why don't you go check on the other girls? I don't because know. when when in our untucked, when we were just sitting there, they made Dita ask, who do you think should go home to me and Fifi? You know, like mm-hmm. they they know how this is going. Someone sent fame out there for but her Ms. to catch fame was, what the girls were cooking. Okay. Yes, it's very possible. Um, uh, Ginger was talking you know, mad shit about Violet. She was like, oh, my God, can you believe that bullshit she put down the runway? And they just keep buying it week after week. And she looked around the room and said, oh, you're doing pom-poms, so I'm going to add pom-poms. And you're doing polka dots, so you're going to add polka dots. How? It really? Did it violate, like, like, manufacture this look ahead of time? Who knows? But one thing is certain, untucked ginger is not season seven ginger. No, Smoker <laughs> no. Ginger is a different, different uh-uh. woman. Smoke them if you plot them, because she's plotting out there. Of she's planting the seeds. No violet. Oh, no, no. Don't like it. Don't like purple. Don't like violet. Don't like indigo. <laughs> but she home. gets a really good read in on Katya about that wig, and she said, you drank that whole beverage, and I can't believe you didn't offer that wig one sip. That is just <laughs> cruel. <laughs> Ginger's full of yeah. g- ginger giblets. She's full Ginger of Giblet. Ginger's got some great jokes. This is our final classic episode of the year. Can you believe it? This is our stopping point for season seven. Seems appropriate that Miss Fame would be that one exiting. Uh, when we return with new episodes in January of 2022, we'll be covering Okrant episodes of season 14. Can you believe a new season of Straight Dolls? I'm so excited um, for the morphosis of seeing these sissies. Um, we love season seven, and we'll be returning to our sickening six right where we left off once RuPaul, VH1, World of Wonder, and Paramount Plus give us a moment to catch our breath during the jam-packed drag race. Help me sleep. <laughs> so maybe in the spring sometime, we'll talk about season seven again. We'll catch up. Who knows? But you know what this means? New Good. promo picture, oh, season 14. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it And does. honey, let me tell you, I got some intel from Miss Lady Camden. She commented on my picture, and she said their exact prompt was candy, but make it hooker. <laughs> so we guessed the promo prompt. We said Candyland hooker. Candyland hooker. We really did. Drag, want to do it every time. So goodbye to Classique for now. Yes, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of these season seven divas. Mm. Uh, We want to thank you so much for listening to Race Chaser Chaser Classique Classique. this week. Uh, I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your preferred podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe because we need you here. Oh, sorry. We need you here. Take a moment to leave us a rating, too. Sorry, Cumber. You can follow the dolls Cumber. at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, at Mom Podcasts. Follow them all, goddammit. Yeah. Plus, we have bonus plus content available at patreon.com slash 
Willem. And you can search for that content by searching Race Chaser in the little search bar. You can even do Race Chaser. You can watch them all. Please. And you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Release the porpoises. Now let's go out for a cigarette. Oh my God. Can you believe what Big Dipper was wearing in this episode? Oh can you believe God. that outline? I swear what? to Can you believe? Can you believe they just oh, keep the judges? Oh, she's right there. Oh, she's right there. She's, right she's on the Zoom call. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were looking the host. for Trixie and Trixie and Trixie. <laughs> All right. Bye, Classy. Bye. Get a new coat. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Cool.